0: we're laughing because we've had so many different mic difficulties this morning um some that we really can't explain and we're not sure that we should i don't know what do you think i'm i'm still very baffled by it i bought fancy
1: New Blue Yeti microphones for us.
0: Very 1920s, see?
1: (laughs) They do look like they're from the 1920s. But they're really, they're supposed to be really good microphones. I was really excited about it. And um, we plugged them in, got all set up, put our headphones on. (laughs) And all of a sudden, we hear music coming out. Of the microphones. And I don't know where the music was coming from. There is no music playing in my house. The microphones are plugged into a Zoom P4 pod track. Like that doesn't have any music on it. And it was like Jerusalem. (laughs) Like that was the music we were hearing. And I'm just so baffled.
0: It's baffling. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a tech person. But it's just, it was humorous. And annoying. It was quite <laughs> frustrating. So I plugged in the,
1: the old audio technicas and uh, that have a buzzing sound in them. Sorry about that if you can hear it. But at let's, least there's no yeah.
0: background. And we still get to talk about books. That's true. So let's talk about books. Yeah, let's talk about books. Am I going first? Yeah. Since you asked. Sure. Uh, sure. Um, so my book is Shipped by Angie Hockman. Have you read this? No, I've never even heard of it. Okay, great. It came out in, um, I believe, the beginning of 2021. Okay. Um, It is described as the Unhoneymooners meets The Hating Game. Okay. Which you've read both, right? No, I have read The Hating Game. I have not read The Unhoneymooners. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So... Basically, the, your two characters are Henley Evans and Graham Crawford Collins. They both work for the same company. Henley is a marketing coordinator, and Graham is like the social media manager.
1: I, like, I just want to say I like the name Graham. Henley makes me think of the shirts. Yes, that's in the book. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and then Graham is spelled strange, though. It's G R A E M E.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I've seen that. And my friend Raylene... I don't want to say strange, because that's well, not the right word. Different, different, different than what seen. I've seen in right. the
0: regular Graham, like Graham Cracker.
1: So my friend Raylene, who's part of our um, little book club group, she's the one that was pregnant when we went to Louisville. And she ha- she had a son, and she ended up naming him Graham, and she spelled it like that. Okay, is that like a French way? I think it's British. Okay. Okay. Well, I, don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll ask so, Raylene.
0: So they're kind of... Um, I don't even want to say they're frenemies. They're kind of enemies, but he doesn't really know that they're enemies. Enemies
1: to lovers. I love it.
0: So he works remotely um, out of a different state. And so he's not in office. So all their communication is via email. And so she can't really decipher what's going on. So she thinks that she is having this battle back and forth with him (laughs) on things and that he just doesn't reply to her and that he sends her snippy one word emails and so she sends him snippy ones back but he's oblivious to this yeah because in his mind he's just communicating normally (laughs) right (laughs) so they are tasked with going to um they work for a cruise line so they're tasked with going to on a cruise to the galapagos islands to get a full immersion to be able to market this cruise better so they are vying for the same job and whoever has the better presentation to get more people to sign up to go on this cruise in the Galapagos gets the promotion. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so. Thus the title. I was like, where does that yeah, come from? But yeah, yeah got so, it. They're, so they're on a cruise liner. Um, and she brings her sister along who's having some life difficulties, her younger sister, um, to get... Uh, Gen Z opinion of the cruise and and to have someone there with her Um, so it's really it kind of talks a lot about the Galapagos Islands which is kind of cool and the different interesting like animals and the hikes and it's they describe it really well so it sounds beautiful Um, and they just slowly, she slowly starts to realize, maybe I made up that he's this villain in my mind and he seems like a really nice guy and he's really attractive. Of course. (laughs) And, um, they slowly start to, you know, go back and forth, but she's always in the back of her mind thinking like, is he trying to trip me up so that he gets the position? Ooh, I like that dynamic. Yeah. Um, it's just, they're, they're a little bit more mature or less immature than the hating game characters they don't do things to like try to undermine each other right um and so that I kind of liked uh the other thing is that their boss is kind of a misogynist like he treats Graham very differently than he treats Henley and like Graham has made comments to her about it like don't let him treat you like that and Uh, he's just an all-around good good guy but then she takes it what are you trying to do and what you know are you trying to trip me up and like make me
1: you know, it's just Yeah, are like, you playing with playing with my head right. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um so I, I don't know, it's just a really cute romance. Um I in love a in the, a good setting.
1: I love the enemies to lovers trope. Yeah. Like I always find that fun. Yeah. So um,
0: And they're on vacation, which is always <laughs> yeah, I love, kind of vaca- love a vacation. Love a good vacation book. Yeah.
1: Um ooh, cool. I'm gonna add that to my
0: list. Yes.
1: That sounds fun
0: tell me about your book.
1: My book that I'm telling you about is very, very different. Good. It's not the type of thing that I typically read. Um, but one of my friends said that her husband gave this book six out of five stars. Okay. (laughs) And it was like, okay, well I'm going to read it then. Like I didn't know anything else about it. I knew the title and I knew that a friend's husband, whose reading taste I don't know at all, gave it six out of five stars. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try this out. I checked it out from the library. It's called These Silent Woods by Kimmy Cunningham Grant. So it opens a little bleakly. Like, I, when I first listened to it, I was kind of like, whoa, I don't know if I can handle this right now. It opens with like killing a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of like, oh my, is it, I felt like it was going to be like a post-apocalyptic like kind of thing. Cause it, it's a cabin in the woods and it's remote and whatever, but it turns out that there's the dad Cooper and his daughter Finch, who is, I think like eight years old and they are living completely off the grid in this remote cabin in the woods They have no contact with the outside world. They have like, he has a trusted friend who delivers food to them and supplies once a year. Um, And there's like this old kind of curmudgeonly guy who is also essentially living off the grid. And he will like show up every once in a while and just be like, hey, what's going on? What can I do to help you? You know, kind of thing. Um, But Cooper thinks, Cooper kind of sees him as a threat. Like, this is someone who, like, obviously, they're living off the grid for a reason. We don't like, immediately know what that is. Sure. It unfolds throughout the book in a really beautiful way. Um, so, he sees anyone who could potentially, like, out them to the world as a threat. And he's always like, "Ugh, I don't like it when this guy comes over here. But... Um, Essentially, it's just the two of them, and like they have a library full of books. So Finch reads a lot, and she loves, you know, all the characters that she finds. She loves to explore, but she's eight years old, and she's never yeah, that's she's never been to you can't even really imagine that exactly. And so, you know, again, you don't know what's going on, why are they there? Why they're there? Um, but you learn all of that through flashbacks and through, you know, the storyline and things like that um and it was just it was written so beautifully and so well like the author just has kind of a um how do I say this she doesn't use
0: excessive words what (laughs) I can't think of how to like she's straightforward and to the point yeah but um but in a clear clear
1: kind of almost in well you've never read Frederick Bachman have you
0: Yes, I have. You have? Yeah, I read... Um, Beartown? No, I didn't read Beartown. A Man Called Uva. No, the, 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 um, <laughs> the one where they're in the apartment. Oh, Anxious People. Yes. Yeah. I read Anxious People. And I actually bought my dad the man called... Uva. Yeah, and he read that one. He really liked it. Oh, good. I read, like, the back of it. Like, I was just picking out a book for him years ago and bought him that book for, like... A, part of his birthday gift and then you gave me Town, and I never read it because I started it and I was in like a romantic obviously most of my books phase and I couldn't get into it and so I stopped I think I gave gotcha. it back to you if not you my did no okay. I have it
1: okay um the writing their writing styles are very different but they kind of remind me of each other just because it's yeah there's there's no like flowery language and all that kind of sure. stuff but it's still very beautifully written right um so anyway it. It's, uh, like I said at the beginning, I thought it was going to be bleak. I thought I wasn't going to be able to handle it. I texted Carrie and I was like, can I do this right now? She's like, yeah, keep going with it. And I'm glad I did because it was beautiful. I I gave it five stars. I don't know that I would try to give it six out of five stars, but it was really good. I've
0: already told several people about it. Like, I'm going to. Yeah, it sounds like a book I want to read. Like, I want to add that to my list because it sounds really interesting and different. Yeah. and I, like it sounds like a book that my husband would also like.
1: Yeah, like I told my boss about it cuz he yeah. was looking for stuff to read and I was like, "Oh, I think you'd like this." Um m- my dad doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say that I'll probably give it to him for his birthday <laughs> in April. Um so I'm going to be giving it as a gift probably. Very a good cool. because it, it was really really good. Yeah. So, the tea that we have to drink
0: um is yeah why don't you tell us about yeah it? i'll tell you about it so my brother and sister-in-law just got back from their honeymoon about a week ago they went to hawaii went to maui ooh, ooh. yeah and um they brought me back some tea and so this is a uh, maui rainbow tea and it is hibiscus and hawaiian fruit herbal tea um and that i'm trying to see if it has any other descriptors so they list it as you know. You can also drink it ice, which I can totally see. I haven't. I haven't even taken the sip yet. Okay, but oh, it, the ingredients. Let me read oh the ingredients. Oh yes, tell to you me before. Tell me what I will be me. drinking. Yes. Hibiscus, carrots. Okay. Lemongrass, pineapple, papaya, mango, coconut, and natural flavors. So it's like all these fruits and then carrots. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: I haven't taken a sip yet, but I just w- want to point out that it looks like wine in <laughs> yeah, my it mug. It does. It's uh, quite the burgundy color. It's um, what am I getting? What is that strong flavor? I think it's
0: I think it's the mango. It's either the- it
1: is because it's citrusy. Mm-hmm. That's that's coming through the most. It's very fruity, obviously. With all of
0: the fruits that you named, but I'm getting some carrots. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very fruity, which I typically don't like fruity hot tea, but I will say I actually like it. Yeah. Like I, like one, I think it would be better as an iced tea. I do too. I definitely think it would be better as an iced tea. And I think it would be super refreshing as an iced tea. Yeah. Um, Like, Maybe even adding a little of your favorite uh, alcoholic beverage to it. Yeah, why I don't, don't turn it l- into l- little, a little spritzer? A l- little vodka. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, I really like it. I think it's good. I think all the flavors go really well together. And they're different fruit than what is normally in a fruit tea, in my opinion. Yeah. It's I, usually like a berry fruit tea that I don't particularly like. This one is not that.
1: I think I brewed mine a little too strong, so whenever I take a sip, I'm kind of like, whoa. <laughs> it's very
0: fruit forward."
1: Yes, but it's good. Yeah,
0: thank you, Huli mm. and Lewis. But yes. I think Hooli, I think it was Huli who picked it out.
1: Thanks, Huli. And I'm again, going to thank Lewis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again, this is Maui Rainbow Tea, which is in Napoko Place Kula, Hawaii. Kula, K U L A. That is how I would say it. It is on, it is, it is in Maui, wow. on the island of Maui. If I can't be there, <laughs> um, I'm I- going to drink some tea time. that makes me feel like I'm there. But I thought I kind of went with our Galapagos.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. The islands. Yes. They don't talk like that in Hawaii. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, Do you have a book to spill the tea on? don't okay this is I so do. hard for me
0: great I'm i do you always seem to and i'm just like nope well it's because i read so many books right. that like
1: s- some of some them, aren't of them are going to be great not to yeah. work for me but so i'm actually in the middle of it right now and i've thought about dnfing it multiple times that means do not finish okay i'm just like <laughs> it has been turned into a verb <laughs> um <laughs> And I haven't just because, I don't know, like I just kept going with it. And then I got to like 70% and then 80%. And I was like, if I don't finish now, I can't count it as a book. But um, I don't think I'm going to read anymore. But anyway, <laughs> it's called, it's called, it's funny because you, you mentioned The Hating Game. It's by the same author as The Hating Game. So it's called Second First Impressions by Sally Thorne. Okay. Have you, did
0: had, do you know about this? Have no, you, I've read, um, I've read Ninety yeah, nine percent, yeah, ninety nine percent mine, something like that. I've read that one and it was it was okay. I liked it, but the Hating Game was fantastic.
1: So I read the Hating Game and I read Ninety Nine Percent Mine and I gave both of them three stars. Okay, I like the Hating Game way more, but. And so I don't know why I thought, like, like let me pick this one up if I rated her other ones three stars. But the cover is so cute. I think that's just what pulls me in every time (laughs) it has a cute cover. Um, But I don't know. This just doesn't – it's just not working for me. Um, The main female character lives and works in a retirement community. Okay. And the owner of the retirement community, like, sends his wayward son to go live and work there for a while Uh um, to kind of, like, whip him into shape or whatever. And, like, they very clearly don't match with each other. Uh And, like, she keeps saying he doesn't match with me. They don't have chemistry in the book, but they're still, like... Pushed together. Yeah. And it just... It feels off to me mm-hmm. it feels awkward hmm. so um for that reason I can't recommend it yeah <laughs> well yeah <laughs> a
0: rom-com with no chemistry <laughs> sounds like it would be bad
1: but I I wish I had looked at my friends reviews before I started reading it because Carrie who I align with a lot um she didn't rate it very highly, and. Like, if I had read her review I never would have read it. but a couple of other friends who I also tend to align with a good bit rated it five stars. oh so it's that just like, tells you I, I don't know yeah it just it wasn't for me obviously but there are clearly a bunch of people out there who absolutely loved it yeah and, so and we're happy to give it five stars. Check
0: it out if you like Sally Thorne maybe.
1: yeah that's true. If you like the author, I'm sure you'll love this book. yeah that seems to be the running theme. What are you reading right now?
0: I have not picked another book. I'm just kind of like between Googling books and not sure what I want to read. And I feel like I want to read something that's a little bit more, um, not heavy, but a little more intricate.
1: I felt that way too. Like I don't feel like picking up a rom-com. No. And I've been searching for, I just read the, I think, sixth book in the Iron Lake series by William Kent Kruger. Um, which is like a mystery series, I've been listening to the Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green, uh-huh. which, um, is like a book of essays. Okay. And I've seen a ton of people just rating it super highly and I finally picked it up and I've just been kind of listening to an essay here and there and it's so good. Oh really? It's, it's okay. yeah, it's yeah. really good.
0: I obviously like John Green. I have to look at that.
1: Yeah. Very different from his other stuff, okay. obviously, but yeah. Very good. Um, And what is keeping you sane?
0: Um, My sister is going to be working uh, out of our town. She's an hour, hour, hour and a half away um, from where we live. But she's going to be working in town and come into my house this week. Oh, good. I don't know how much she's going to be able to help because her job is pretty intense. um, And she works out of her house. But... Um, she's in finance, she does risk assessment. And so, um, she's on conference call after conference call after conference call, but she misses the baby. And so just thinking about her being here and, um, I don't know, spending the week with her is kind of keeping me sane. I just would like to say that Lucia is here with us today. She is. (laughs) She's adorable. (laughs) She's with my mom because (laughs) we would not be able to record this if she was, um, in the room with us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with her little kitty cat sounds. But she's so cute. Thank and she's you. tiny. She's gotten so much bigger, though. You haven't held her since the first time you held her. She's, like, getting some... She still looks so tiny. <laughs> I guess I'm used to Margot, who's, yeah, that's uh, you know, over a year old now. So yeah. she's tiny compared to... She's a sweetheart. To- she's a tiring sweetheart, but she's a sweetheart nonetheless.
1: Well, the thing... This is going to sound lame, but the thing that's keeping me sane, literally is lists. (laughs) I'm all for a list. I, um, yeah, I've always kept a to-do list at work. Um, but I've started, you know, I'm trying to like get my house in order, like cabinet by cabinet, drawer by drawer. And so I've started like making a list of each individual place that I need to reorganize and like, items that I need to get things. And it's just keeping, like, it's keeping me on track. Obviously. Focused. Yes. Like my, my work lists have gotten, um, like before I would just put like a project on there and Mm -hmm. now I'm like breaking it down item by item. And it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely keeping me focused and literally keeping me sane. That's awesome. Because without it, without my lists,
0: (laughs) you'd be insane. I would be insane. (laughs)
1: well let's go play with sweet lucia now
0: yes okay sounds good okay bye thanks for listening be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today you can find that in your podcast app or on our website inkdrinkerspodcast.com
1: and please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review you can find us on instagram and on twitter at inkdrinkerspod cheers